What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. You're stepping into the motherfucking Fight Club. And first rule of Fight Club is always go down, like, and subscribe. And the second rule of Fight Club is go fuck yourself if you didn't do that for us and yourself. But we're recapping UFC Orlando Thompson versus Holland. And these are your hosts for the show. I'm Paul Pick and Win. I'm Concha, the sports encyclopedia, the drunk gambler. And I'm joined with. You already know, man. This is your favorite street fight enthusiast, your boy Kev. I love to watch him fight support. Man, and we had some well, fights man, this weekend. There were some great ass fights, but I want to low key. Well, last time the UFC was in Orlando, so seven years ago. RDA was the headliner for UFC Orlando versus Cowboy. Then there was Nate Diaz versus, I'm guessing, Rumble Johnson. But the prelims is where the hitters were at. You had Charles Oliveira versus some dude named Jerry. Shevchenko versus Kaufman. Um, Usman versus Edwards won. Hassan versus Luke. If you know that's if you know if you watch the Ultimate Fighter with Usman on it, you know that that was on the Ultimate Fighter fight that was very close. And then Francis Ngannou versus Enrique, and I'm like, that's crazy. This was like December 19, seven years ago. So many hitters. I was thinking, like, how do you... I'm looking at my start watching the prelims now just because like, I hate, I would hate to miss out on future champions. And that's where the prelims lie, bro. Like, uh, not not this week. I mean, there's Nathan Levy, who's 8-1. and one. But other than that, there wasn't too many young, talented guys. Next week at 282, there's going to be some, some real deal future guys that are going to be on the prelims. And, like, there's showcase fights for these prelim guys. Sometimes... You got to tune in to get on the train early. And I want to say Jason Miller is on here, but I could be wrong. Or Jim Miller, whoever the one is. Jim Miller, in OG. Mm-hmm. I want to say he's on here, too. Like, there's big dogs on here. Well, on here, so, yeah, I mean, that was we, seven it was a six fights in a row where the underdog had won on this card. It was something That's like crazy. you would have bet 100 bucks on this underdogs to win. It was... Anders, Philip Rowe, Angela Hill, Clay Gouda, the, the vet, the Michael Johnson, the vet. If you would have bet your money on them boys, you would have bet a hundred, and you would have won like forty three thousand dollars. Wow! No one had that ticket, but it's just crazy. Like the like UFC, the underdogs always be barking sometimes, bro. That's a blast, a blast from the past, man. Let's talk UFC Orlando twenty twenty two. They really came in our neck of the woods, Paul. I didn't appreciate that. And it was and a good it, card. It, yeah, it was definitely great. The main, there's so many knockouts. And like the whole main card all finishes, I believe, too. Jack Hermanson getting KO'd by Doletzi. And like, I thought Hermanson was probably winning the fight early on before before the KO. I heard, right? So you got to remember, I didn't watch any of these fights. I was at a ball. <laughs> and I'm a, I wish we could post, post a picture of my fit because, boy, I was clean. I'm going to send it to you and see if you can put it on. Um, the the thumbnail. Okay. But motherfucking, I heard that Jack Hermanson was doing his thing. And I heard that he's a grappler, right? So the dumbest thing in the world you could ever do is tell him not to go for a takedown. But he went for one takedown, and they said that was kind of the tide of the turn. Yeah, and then uh, Delitzi just didn't let up. Like (laughs) After that, it was it. Obviously, I was like, how do you have three submission attempts and no takedown? Are you trying to ever bear or something? I mean, and Doletzi's only has one loss in the UFC. Told twelve and one, like Hermanson twenty three and eight. He was he 
he, I kind of refer to him as the gatekeeper of the division because he loses against the top guys. And Doletsi kind of looks legit for a 12 and one fighter. Like he's another one of these younger guys. He's on the main card now. Now we're going to start seeing his name involved in some of the bigger fights of the division. Oh, all right. This is probably my favorite fight on the card. Tied to Avasa versus Sergey Pavlovich. And Pavlovich, man, he is just an unstoppable fucking machine. Like, like I thought Ty Duvasa had a chin and could, t- maybe he does have a chin, and it just proves how, how powerful Pavlovich is. Because man, he was laying some haymakers and dropped him. Blam, he got back up, dropped it. Like it was just bad, and it was it was over in less than a minute. I feel like that's how Ty Duvasa likes it. He doesn't like going to other rounds. He wants to knock it out right then and there because both of them boys came out banging. This was a real anything could have happened fight. So, but it's crazy to see the difference in skill in Popovich because, like, this is number five in the division. Like, we just fight, we just watched um, Tied to Avasa fight Cyril Gunn and think, like, yo, that was awesome. Back and forth haymakers. So, just to see motherfucker Popovich kind of decimate him the way he did is insane. In less than a minute, that's insane. Tied to Avasa landed two strikes to Pavlovich's 23. That's insane. It's, yeah, like he's just a motherfucking different breed right now. Like, who, at heavyweight, this is, it's so crazy because fucking, um, but it's so crazy to think because to Avasa, uh, not to Avasa, but Pavlovich, he's beat Derek Lewis. He's beat Tied to Avasa now. Tom Aspinall's hurt. Maybe he fights Curtis Blades, and we get to see him against a wrestler, and we get to see if his his style is gonna work against a, a takedown guy. But maybe he'll fight Kurt Seal Gone. But the only people he can fight from here on out is like Gone and Blades as a, or maybe even Nagano or Jones. Who knows? But Nagano's just picked the worst time possible to be holding up the division with his injury and the belt status and the contract status. Like this is the most relevant heavyweight's been in years, and we just don't have an active champion. And they're not going to put the interim out. It's crazy. And then John Jones is even making a stab at it, too. So it's just like, Nagano, like, a heal up. I don't know what up. Like, it's been a while. I feel like we've been saying he's hurt for a long time now. Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> That's what I've been he, saying. He might, he might have put a Michael Thomas. He got a surgery late on purpose. Then our next fight, RDA beating Brian Barbarina the, in a rear naked choke, second round. I mean, Barbarina had more total strikes. RDA had the more significant strikes, but RDA just controlled it. Like, he'd take him down. That was his mission, I feel like, since the jump. He shot six takedowns, got four of them, controlled it for six minutes out of not even two whole rounds. Two submission attempts. Like, he, the whole fight was him trying to win. Like, he, we we thought it was going to be a standing war fight because our RDA likes to brawl with people, but RDA looks focused. He doesn't look like he has time to mess around. He his his window for another title shot is real close right now. So I think he's just like get get these people out of my way. And it's crazy. Maybe we'll see RDA fight for a title again. Yeah, he called out Connor, man. Oh, Connor, I don't know, but Connor don't look like he I know he's welterweight now and like RDA is a welterweight now, but I still don't know if Connor can make 170. You've seen how big he looks. I don't know, man. RDA might keep Eo for him. RDA, I mean, RDA would do it too. That's a lot of money in the bank. I think if anybody gets that fight, though, it's Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler is a a lightweight. I just don't think he'll make that one fifty. If he's not making one seventy, I don't think he's making one fifty five at all. I think no. I think the boys is going up. The boys is willing to go up and fight him because like you can't put him against nobody too crazy. You don't want him to get buzzed. 
That's true. And whoever takes that fight, they'll want that. Like it's a, it's a big money fight, no matter what. And Michael Chandler might be is definitely willing for that after coming off the Poirier fight. Oh yeah. But I want to see Barbarina again. I thought he was gonna pick up the Thanos Infinity Stones of uh OG fighters, beating all the OGs. I heard they got to put in a bunch of uncomfortable places. Like you didn't really know how to get out of them, so like you didn't really capitalize. Yeah, I'm saying Barbarina is definitely just a pure striker kind of guy. RDA is a refined all like he he's refined in BJJ. He's refined in Muay Thai. Like he's he he definitely he's he can do both worlds. Mm-hmm. But on to the main event, welterweight clash as well. Wonderboy Thompson getting the fourth round TKO KO Doctor Stoppage the corner calling the quits whatever you want to call it over Kevin Holland. I thought it was a pretty even fight back and forth. Kevin Holland had some had the first early round looking good. Then Stephen Thompson was kind of kind of hitting some fucking significant strikes. There's a couple of high fucking uh, head kicks that it looked like prime Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Like I was like, oh shit! Like I, he's looking kind of young and spry still. But Kevin Holland team did call it quits because of a broken hand. Which we all think happens in the first happened in the first round. I respect man. I didn't. If you didn't tell me how old Thompson Steve on Wonderboy was, I would not have known that. Just the way he just stayed consistent. His strikes were crisp, and he took a lot of damage. Like there are a couple, but he dissed out a lot because there are so many good kicks, question mark kicks, roundhouse kicks that really left um that really threw back um Kevin Holland. But damn. There's no way you could have told me he was however old he was just looking at a fight right now. Yeah, bro. And um, that's what I was saying. Like, I just don't know what Wonderboy we were going to get. I still took him, but I was like, this could have been a Wonderboy that hasn't fought in over a year that's just kind of been dilly-dallying or a Wonderboy that's been training. And it definitely looked like that motherfucker's been training. Hell, yeah. I want to see where they go from here because Holland didn't look bad. He just broke his hand. So, like, I know he's going to count as an L on his record. I just want to see what they're like. Holland, I mean, uh, Holland might fight a similar competition next. Who knows who? I want to see how long it takes for his hand to repair as well. But Wonderboy, I mean, he got a good win here. He's another guy in the welter. Maybe he fights RDA next, like to see who, like, who moves up even higher in the welterweights. On the freestyle bender um, reaction, they said Izzy was calling um, Kevin Holland a crackhead. Like, you can't knock out a crackhead. Because I believe it. Because I think, especially around four, he was taking some terrible shots. Like, shots out do a lot of dudes in, but he's a he's a performer. <laughs> he came out to motherfucking wild crowd. He definitely did, but shit, um, that was I'll the whole. That, I'm about to say, you got any final comments on this car? We should have knew we couldn't trust Kevin Holland when he came out with the cut, the half done, half like <laughs> one bra. I just I should have known he couldn't be trusted. He didn't know which. He didn't know how he wanted to come. He was still, he was still, uh, com- was it? What Kendrick Lamar say? I was, a uh, conflicted. No, I was conflicted. This is my influence. Yeah, you felt influence. This is motherfucking Batman. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know which Batman he was. Was he Adam West, Mike Keaton, Kristen Bale? He was like, he was Bruce. He tried to be Bruce Wayne, but he didn't have the all money. He was like, whoa, where my, where my bitch stuck? He ended up like fucking Butler. I'm crying. But hey, man, that's UFC Orlando boy. They really came in our neck of the woods. Paul, appreciate this. At the Amway, 
Mm-hmm. Wonder Boy put on a good performance. So many crazy kicks. I bet you could hear the bitches in person. Pavlovich is the real fucking deal. We can't, like, there's no, I never doubted him, but there's no way you can doubt him now. RDA is looking like he still has another title run in him if he can, if he can get his shot. Yeah, this is a really good fight night card. As always, we got to go <laughs> so we can always get y'all some more. But this has been Paul Pickle, Winham Contra, that boy Kev, Waterboy Savoy. This was UFC Orlando. When we don't mind, Tony, if you already don't know, that you's a bitch. Let him in, passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. I got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you could call them boys.